Hello and welcome to the Future Proof Your Business podcast with me, Lucy Rennie. I'm a massive champion for small business and I'm on a mission to help you to love what you do and to build and grow your business in a way that works for you and feels good. I'm convinced that the best way to create a successful and sustainable business is to do it from the inside out, which means that it's got to start with you, the business owner. In fact, I believe that business really is all about people and that if you want to future-proof your business and make an impact, then you need to get really clear on why you do what you do, create the best experience and then build relationships and trust. In this podcast, I want to share with you my knowledge and experience, as well as some behind the scenes stories and strategies from inside my business. And I'll be having lots of conversations with some amazing business owners and inviting them to share their stories and expertise with you so I can make sure you've got everything you need to stay focused, on track and feel more in control on this roller coaster ride that is building a sustainable business. Welcome to this week's episode of the Future Proof Your Business podcast. I'm Lucy Rennie and I'm dead excited today because I have got a brilliant, amazing lady with me as my guest and we're going to have a great conversation about all the ins and outs behind the scenes of running a business and building your own brand and doing all these things. And it's part of my For the Love of Small Business series. First of all, massive welcome to Jo. Jo is our guest expert today, and she is an energetic, curious, open-minded learning facilitator who is driven by a desire to help people develop themselves. And she supports others' personal and professional development to empower them to lead a fulfilling life. What an intro, Jo. Do you want to share a little bit more about what that means and what you do and how you help people? And yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Lucy. Thank you. Even before you read the bio, as well, this is an amazing lady. And all that stuff comes up, doesn't it? About, is she actually talking about me here? <laughs> but that's what I do, actually, ironically, is help people with those feelings of, is that who I am? Is that what people really think of me? So, yeah, I do a lot of one to one coaching, group coaching. I run an online community as well, the TLC community. And it's about helping people recognize who they really are, live a life that feels right to them, and, and not do that whole, oh, I don't think I'm very good. Oh, I don't think I can do this. But then I have to model that. (laughs) It's it's all well and good me doing that for the people that I support, but I still get this. I'm like, oh, I'm doing a podcast today. So yeah, I have to model that life as well. And yeah, part of it is doing more things like this and helping other people realize that, that, yeah, you can do a lot of these things. Yeah, it's so good. It's so important. For those who've listened to my podcast, actually, that's gone out this morning, I'm talking about my daughter, Elia, who's gone on a, an adventure weekend a couple of days this week now, but I was talking about her and exactly that is we don't, nobody teaches us that, do they? Nobody teaches us oh, to be no. ourselves and how to be confident in ourselves and get no. just what is imposter syndrome and all those things. And it's the modeling yeah. side of it. For, like I get it for you and your clients, but I think it's also, that's what I'm trying to do for Elia or I'm trying to do for my Absolutely. clients as well. But it's, it's one of those things that I think the more we can normalize it maybe and talk about it. Does that help? I don't know. Totally. And that's the thing. And I think, you know, the more I share and the more, which is why, yeah, was I a bit nervous before this? Yeah, of course I was. So own that and be honest about it. Because it's like you say, normalizes that, doesn't it? Otherwise, 
we've had this perception that everyone else is just like winning at life. We go onto social media or we just see the highlights of people's lives. Most people, with our good friends, we might be a bit more brutally honest about things, but in general, we just share the highlights. And then I think we imagine everyone else has just got everything sussed, all of that. And then when we don't feel so confident, it feels like we've got something wrong with us almost. And actually, everyone's going through that. Everyone feels the same. And yeah, and it's really interesting what you say about helping your daughter as well. Because when I was at high school, we had I went to quite a strict Catholic high school. So we had a very formal uniform and we had a blazer. And on that blazer, it had the school crest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it had the little logo, surprisingly not in Latin, actually, <laughs> you would expect. But it was just, and it said, know yourself. That was like what our school motto was. And I remember thinking at the time, well, that's a bit daft because I'm here to study for my GCSEs. It's all about knowing other things. But actually now I recognise that knowing myself is a lifelong journey. And it's something that I think if we can instill that into all of us at a young age, it just helps us make sure that when we're doing, whether that's in work, whether that's in with our friends, we're doing what feels right for us. Oh, that's, it's so good. It's so true. And it's, yeah, it's only taken me 45 years to actually embrace that, and be okay about it. And, yeah. and it makes me sad. And hearing, we're always learning. Yeah. yeah. And it, I think that's the thing. It makes me sad hearing like my daughter or friends or other people, the kids in my joining the dots group and things, because their whole life is just worrying about what other people think and they're not good enough oh, yeah. or you know, people think I'm yeah. weird or all yeah. these things. And I just wish we could, yeah, help that. We need to encourage more in schools and all those things to start talking about it yeah. younger, I think. Because you're right, when you can really be yourself, that's when the magic happens, isn't it? Because that's when we connect. Absolutely, yeah. But we're, we're taught from such a young age to conform, right? We Most of us go to school and we're, we have to just follow certain rules and we have to do certain things and we have to study for certain subjects and we're moulded into these and then you're going to go to college and then you're probably going to go to university, but you're going to, all these different things. And it's we all almost forget the unique amazing things that we see I've got two nieces one who's one and a half one who's two and a half and seeing them and their characters is just incredible but sadly the way that our society is built we dampen a lot of that because we want people to conform to those rules and whilst Mm -hmm. I understand education is incredibly important and there are certain benefits to us going through that process I think it also needs to be balanced with that recognizing who you are and what's important to you as well I know we do a little bit of that in schools with the kind of personal social education stuff but yeah I've never and I used to do gymnastics coaching with young kids and some of them as well I was noticing in the way they were doing things they were so worried about what other people thought and they were so nervous about other people seeing them do something wrong or and it was just about normalizing that but I never I've never spoken to anyone and they've said I don't know what you mean when I say, you know, that little voice that says you can't do it, or you know, those feelings. Sadly, even at like kids age six or seven, they get that. And and, and sadly, it gets worse as we get older because we've got more evidence of us getting it wrong or not quite meeting expectations. Gosh, gosh we're going to have such a good conversation because we just dived in, haven't we, already? But it's in a <laughs> yeah. so passionate. <laughs> and it, 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 again, it really is since 
being 45 and, and going on this journey, even just the po- doing this podcast has, has been such a learning curve in terms of who yeah. I am. And we were just saying, weren't we, how Joe, who's, who's the producer, is amazing. This Jedi lady who's helped me set it up and has been there behind the scenes. I mean, I've talked about this before, but it was a nightmare. I was awful. I was in tears. I was laughing. I was breaking down. I was doing, you know, honestly, if you could, we must have recording somewhere, but it was just, and then it was, that was finally to get it recorded, but then to put it out there and actually have people listen or whatever it was, was like with the book and all those things. But I, I think it's that, isn't it? It's that giving that, it's just so important to be able to encourage people to be themselves. And when, you, yeah. when you're not in that zone or when you're not aware of that, it just seems completely ridiculous and completely how it's only when you get there you actually embrace being yourself and you get it that you can understand it also I think it's not like we get there and we're suddenly ourselves it's an ongoing process there would be certain things like with the podcast now you yeah I know what I'm doing I feel comfortable with this but then there'll be other circumstances and not even necessarily big things having a book is quite a big thing having a podcast quite a big thing but it could just be like speaking up in a conversation with someone where you feel a little bit overwhelmed by it or it it doesn't need to be these big examples but I feel like it's not like you've got it or you haven't it's an ongoing thing where yeah there's going to be moments where you feel a bit out of your comfort zone but the more experience you have doing that if it's the right thing for you to do like you say you'll be in flow you'll be in your zone of genius and that then becomes more normal and so it, it encourages you then to do that when I first started doing this I was very I downplayed everything I did massively and I would just be like oh yeah I just do this little thing and I always referred to myself as a freelancer and then someone was like you run a business and I was like oh no it's nothing like that of course it is but I I, that felt too big and too grown up and too important for it to be something that I was doing and it's interesting isn't it how you then now when people ask what I do I say I run a business because that feels normal now but it took a long time to get to that so it's always an ongoing process where's that where does that come from though what's what is it behind that that like you just said there exactly that where a lot of the time I won't talk about what I do or the experience because I, um, I have had an amazing life in terms when you actually think back and all the things yeah. around the world and doing what I used to do but you do we downplay it or we used I used to downplay yeah. it and not even but in certain circles I wouldn't even mention what like you say I'd just be yeah. oh yeah do this or help with a little bit of this and yeah where's that come from what's that about what is it that we're yeah what's what is it (laughs) why do we do that it's it's interesting right because you read that little blurb now obviously you didn't write that blurb I wrote that blurb and logically all those things do describe who I am and what I do but hearing it back is oh that's not how I describe myself (laughs) yeah it's it's a lot of it comes from societal conditioning of that isn't what we do. Some of it's cultural, to be fair. Uh, and we, you and I have a lot of similarities in our upbringings in terms of the country that we live in and gender and educational. But some of those things will feed into that. So some of that, and, and it is societal norms. It's not seen as a positive thing to be boastful about your achievements. And I think there's also a little bit in there that's trying to keep us safe. And it's not really keeping us safe, but it, it's tricking us into thinking that we're keeping it safe. So if I say to someone, oh, I run a business, that will set a certain expectation. Whereas I say, oh, we'll do a little bit of like freelance work. Then it's almost like you don't want to set those high expectations and then not live up to them. So it's kidding you that it's keeping you safe. But actually, if you don't really talk honestly about who you are and what you can offer, then you're not going to reach the right people that you can help. 
And that's, I think, what's helped me over time. And I still get it sometimes, but every now and again, when I'm able to stick my head above the parapet, it's because I remember I'm not able to help the people that need my help if I don't actually speak up about this stuff. So that's what makes a difference for me. Yeah, so true. I love that. God, so much there. You just said that when I jump in on. But yeah, it's true. It's, it's, it's almost like we're protecting ourselves, aren't we? From if we yeah. put ourselves out yeah. there, someone might judge us or someone might question or call yeah. us out and go, oh, you're a fraud. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. Stop trying yeah. to pretend you're being an expert in those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it now in my daughter as well. I was brought up very much with a mum who's gorgeous people, but very much conscious of what other people thought. And, oh, don't do that. What people think? Or, shh, shh, be quiet. Don't be. When very much kind of, (laughs) yeah, sort of always be told to be quiet. And I can see it in my daughter sometimes with how mum is. And it's, no, we've got to actually break that cycle and go, so it's, I, yeah. I drive, I'm mad sometimes because I'll actually walk down the park and there's people about and I'll be singing or dancing or something and Ellie will be like, yeah, yeah. no, come on, yeah. it's funny. And it's, and it's, it's, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's in us, isn't it? That kind of, what do yeah. people think about us and that, yeah. in every aspect actually. And it's when we begin to be aware of it, that's when you notice it and, mm-hmm. and that's when you can start to change, isn't it? But it is a, a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I have that. For me, it's normally, acting in a childlike way which is an important part of who I am I am certain people bring that side out of me as well but I am like I'm a bit silly and I'm and there's certain things and I used to do gymnastics and so I I started this thing where every time I go onto a beach I do a cartwheel and it's it's just a thing now that I always do and I started sharing them on social media as well because it was a bit funny but the first couple of times I did that I was so self-conscious and I would only do it if there was no one on the beach last year I was on holiday on my own and I found myself on a beach and I actually, I was in, I was in Gran Canaria on this part, it was a cruise and I ended up searching the beach for some British people, because I can't speak Spanish, to actually say to them, excuse me, do you mind recording me doing a cartwheel? There's no way I would have done that in the past because I would have been like, oh, they're going to think I'm so stupid. It's so silly. It's so childish. But I was like, no, this is what I like doing. I'm going to do it. And, and after I do something like that, or there's a big slide near me. And I remember one time it's on one of my running moots. Uh, and I love going down a slide and it's perfectly fine for adults to use. Like it's, it's strong enough. It's, it's set into a hill, but I, I was queued up for this, for this slide. And the kids just kept coming in front of me thinking I was like a parent helping one of the children. And I was like, no, I want to go on the slide. And I went down on the slide and all of the other parents were like, played, I'd love to have the confidence to do that. And it's interesting how we don't have that. Like we, we lose that ability to do what we actually want to do because we're so worried about following those norms, not being different and following what people expect of us. So yeah, go and sing, go on a slide, go and do do those things that feel right for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything you've just said, it's that, isn't it? It's tapping back into that joy and what we enjoy doing and being free to be who we are. Yeah. And that's yeah. when the it is when the magic happens and I think it's interesting yeah. what you're saying because I think you're talking about modeling as well in terms mm. of like you were saying those parents probably if if you went and did it every week yeah. you could probably encourage them as well to start well if she can do it maybe yeah. I can do it. I and wonder I if any of them might have done it yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe probably they went back when it was dark or something so no one would see them in the first place but I think it's that yeah. isn't it it's that shifting of the mindset and yeah I suppose that's the thing that's driving me with these things is 
oh my God, it fills me with dread coming on here and putting my book out or doing the things, especially when someone sends a picture saying I've read it and I'm like, but then actually that's what's driving me now is going, actually, let's just do it and put it out there. And if I can't ask anybody else, I'm always trying to sort of nudge my clients and people that work with me to put themselves out there, do the right thing. And, And I can't do that. I can't ask them to do that if I'm not doing it. So that's the thing that makes me show up and do it. And it takes the pressure off me then. Yeah. So I'm like, it's not about me. It's I'm just doing it so that they can't be worse than me doing it. So it, it'll make it easier for them sort of thing. And I think that's the bit, isn't it? That we can and once you start getting over yourself in that way, actually. And when you don't care, yeah. it's, it's, it's liberty, isn't it? Freedom of just actually. Yeah, it's one of the most powerful coaching questions that, yeah, it, it comes up quite a lot, actually. But one of the most powerful questions can often be, if this was your best friend, what would you recommend that they do? And suddenly we see things differently because we see our best friend or someone that we really admire as they can do anything. They're amazing. They deserve all these good things. Sadly, we don't always apply that same level to us, to, to ourselves. So sometimes it can be really helpful to think if it was someone else coming to you with this, what would you, what advice would you give them? And then apply that advice to yourself. Would you be encouraging your your best friend to hold back from these amazing things? No, you'd be saying go for it. So why are we applying that to ourselves? So yeah, it, it's it, and and also it could be we often parents as well want the best for their kids. But actually, one of the best things we can do is to set that good example. If you have and, I, and I've got kind of friends who who've explained about this. If you've got someone who is role modeling a behavior that they always come last but they're trying to give their kids every opportunity. Actually, the behavior that the kids will see is you're putting yourself last. They won't notice that. So you think you're doing the best by doing everything for everyone else. Actually, we've got to look after ourselves first. And then that will, like you say, it's more about modeling than about how we treat other people. It's about how do we treat ourselves? And that can seem to some people quite selfish. um, But I always think of that analogy. You've got to put your own oxygen mask on before you can put anyone else's on. Um, and it's the same with anything like this. You've got to look after yourself um, and, and be that we were all born to be unique, be unique um, and focus on that. So, yeah, it's not always easy. I'm still, I'll still be, I've got a workshop tomorrow and I know I'll be stressing about what I wear and what time I arrive and I'll be nervous. All these things will definitely happen. But it, it is about getting that imbalance and not holding yourself back from things. It's so true. And I think like I was saying to you before, I've just dropped off my daughter this morning at this outward bound place for an adventure for two days. And I was, I actually got in the car and had a big lump in my throat. My husband rang me and he was, oh, and she was, and I, but I was dead chuffed because there was 34 kids there and a few, quite a few parents lingering and doing and cuddling and which is, I completely get it. But I knew that if I did, I knew that I would, if I modeled that behavior to Elia, then she yep. would have, yep. she would have gone into that place feeling, oh, mommy's going to miss me or yep. I'm not going to do it. And actually biting our, t- all weekend we've been, well, for the last year, we've been building up this moment to give her the confidence. And she was like, aren't you going to miss me? Aren't you going to yep. be sad? And I was like, of course I am, but I'm not going to, I'm actually not going to show you that because I want you to go and have good fun. And that's what life is. And yep. you're going to come back yep. and tell me these stories. And I was so chuffed this yep. morning because literally, Gave her a hug. I got her to record all the way up to the, the um, venue so she was distracted and not with that kind of thing. But then she went in, suitcase, yeah. I said, I'm going to go now. And she went, right, okay. And then she went off and sat with her mates and just did it. And I was yeah. just like, oh, that's, that's, like that's any that. normal thing. Yeah. So pleased with that. 
And it, it's that modeling, isn't it? It's you don't always get it right, but yeah. it takes everything from us. But it's so important how, yeah, yeah, what we see and what we subconsciously it was, isn't it, take in as well from how other yeah. people even what the way we brought up and all of society and definitely yeah no it's yeah. huge and it's not always easy because there's there's the logic of how we would choose to behave and then there's the emotions which sometimes mean that we we don't necessarily behave in a way that we would choose but it's that recognition that yeah that sometimes happens but we notice it and recover and that's what I'm always helping people with is and that's why and I, I did do a phase actually where I did um, Facebook live video every day for a month. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, I think it was too time consuming to do longer term. But one of the things I really liked about it was that transparency, because it's not realistic to always be like, hey, everything's great. And so some of those calls were like, do you know what? I'm having a really tough day today. And I even cried on one of them. And I'm not necessarily a person who I would say is particularly highly emotional. I seem to be getting so more as I get older. I don't know what's going on there. But, it, <laughs> but I feel like it's okay to acknowledge that emotion, but also recognize I don't need to, you, you're going to miss your daughter. Of course you are. But does that mean you're going to put your life on hold for two days? No, it doesn't. It's just part of the richness of our life in the same way that we're not always going to be on it. But that's okay. It's just about, okay, well, what what would I want to do? What would I choose to do? So I think it's just about being real with ourselves, being totally honest with ourselves, and then modeling that for others to enable them to feel that they can do that too. It's so good. And it, and you, you're right when you were saying about like this starts with the self-care and about how that yeah. question about how would, what would you say to your best friend? That for me, yeah. And there's a, again, a, for those who follow this and follow me, you'll know there's a, a massive chunk in my book about it, about putting your oxygen mask on first and how it starts with you and, yeah. and everything from the inside. Yeah. Even that, it's only until maybe the last two years where I, because of kind of my, the work I've done on, on myself, actually gave myself permission to do that. I, I used to fly yes. around the world all the time. Oh, every day yeah and I'd sit I'd pull, yeah. um, I could probably I think I can say the air hostess thing where they say put you pull on the oxygen mask and yeah. yeah I always used to think to myself of course I, why would I put mine on first of course I'm going to help my kids first or of course I'm going to help yeah. the person sitting next to me and it's only afterwards you realize actually if you haven't got yours on and there's no pressure in the cabin yeah. how you can't do anything yeah you have got to do that no. and I, it's that modeling again so I wouldn't even go and have a bath on my own in the week because mm-hmm. I felt guilty for not spending time with my family or with my husband. Yeah. Or my kids. Yeah. It's ridiculous yeah. because actually we need to be yeah. charged in the right way to be able to. And, and also yeah. I think what you're saying about that modeling, it's almost now that's my excuse to go and have a bath is to show Elia or Joshua yeah. that they've got to put themselves first and it's okay because I think we're yeah. brought up again, going yeah. back to society. It's all, especially women, almost we should be selfless we should do everything put other people first yeah. and all these things and that fee it, it, it really does play doesn't it in 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 how we yes. think how we behave and and how we go about it yeah and I, and I think there's also partly from for me anyway and it's I don't know it's not my thing that I'd get on my soapbox for but I do end up talking about it quite a lot is why is it seen as such a negative thing to be selfish why is looking after oneself? And I think it's about balance. There's a bit of a kind of, if you're doing that at uh, the expense of other people, not cool. Um, but it's like you said, and, and if we, using the oxygen mask analogy, if we don't have the energy for ourselves, we can't give to other people. 
we have to receive before we can give. Otherwise, we haven't got anything to give. And if our version of receiving is to give ourselves a little bit of time, a little bit of space, have a bath, go for a walk, whatever those things are. And and the kind of phrase self-care is interesting because it's different for all of us, right? Some people would hate a bath and some people would love a bath. Some people would hate to go for a run and some people would love to do that. So it's different for all of us. But the the stuff that we all need that Mm. gives us the energy and resourcefulness to then enable us to give to others. Without that, we're we're, we're empty, we're tired, we're overwhelmed, we're exhausted. We don't have the capacity to help anyone else. So I don't see it as selfish. And it's interesting, talking about this recently with someone, I said, I feel safe enough to be selfish in their presence. Yes. that felt like a bit of a weird thing, but it was like with a lot of people, I will not do that. So if I'm going like, no, I need to go to bed now, or no, I need to go and do this now, but I will feel if I'm with certain people, I'll feel, oh, I'm not sure if I can do that. But I've got a lot of history from my parents. And if I'm with family members, I definitely don't necessarily honor myself as much as I could do. And what's lovely is when, you, when you've got partners or friends or people around you where you do actually feel like you can really look after yourself in their presence. I think it's such a gift to have that. Oh, so yeah, goosebumps, is that the right word? Yeah, it is. It's that actually it's though it's, and I want to say boundaries, but it's not, it's being in that place where you can be yourself and be honest with people. And 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 being utterly yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to someone on Saturday, actually, some, a friend who's going for an operation today. And she's got a little boy who's gorgeous, but severely autistic and she's on her own. And so the fact she was going into hospital to have this intervention, it wasn't just, oh, I need to worry about getting there and all those things. She also had to think about childcare and that's not easy in her situation. And there was just loads of things that were complicated, just adding to the mix. And we've all got um, our own mix, haven't we, of ingredients and stuff. But I was saying to you, shout out, you've got people who will help and do and even just like taking her there so she didn't have to leave a car whatever it might be and she was like yeah but it's really tricky isn't it asking for help and we were talking about it and she she's one of those people who would jump she wouldn't think twice about helping anybody yeah. somebody else and I was I used a similar analogy to her I was actually but for you to ask for help for somebody is the best gift you yes. can give because you're being yeah. that you're opening up, you're being vulnerable and you're actually allowing somebody to help you, which is for me, that's it. When we really care for someone and we can help them, it's the best gift ever. And yeah. it's that shit again, isn't it, about re- reframing yeah. everything and, and helping it that way. So yeah, I love that analogy. Yeah, I think, and I think it's, again, it's about flipping it and seeing it in reverse. So in the same way that we say, what advice would you give to your best friend? If your best friend needed help and they didn't come to you and didn't ask for that help, how would you feel? Actually, you feel privileged to help someone and you feel most of us really enjoy helping other people. And actually you're taking away that opportunity for someone to do that by not asking them. And they can still say no, or they can say, I can't quite do that, but I can do this. It's not, but I know, and I've said this before, I've said sometimes I feel like a burden and it's, no, it isn't though, is it? Because you're just giving someone that option of, I could do with some help on this thing. Is there anything that you can do to help me? Yeah. It's always lovely when we receive that from other people. Yeah, definitely. And it, it, yeah, it's removing that guilt, isn't it? It's that guilt that we get ourselves first or all those things. And just going back to what we were saying about being fitting in or feeling like we can be ourselves, our true selves. Mm. Uh, I'm intrigued really as to how you help your clients and how you, what your approach is to that. Cause it's something that 
I've realized is huge in terms of my vision where I want people to be able to do a, a job or yeah. a business that they love and that they're not doing something just because they have to, but actually they've got those templates yes. of doing their passion, which is why I'm working with the younger generation with my joining the dots program to help them now as they're taking options just to think about and acknowledge what their strengths are and what they enjoy doing so no and this isn't a fault of schools because schools haven't got the resources or the time or the, the not a blaming game but it's let's give these kids opportunity to just even just start yeah. think about it so I'm intrigued really in terms of how you work with your clients or how do you move from that place where you're worrying about what people think and who you are and to because it's it's not a quick fix is it but how what are the things that you've examples what other things do you do to help them to recognize themselves and be more true to themselves yeah thank you yeah no it isn't a quick fix you're right it is on an ongoing journey and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm shifting a little bit in how I do my business as well. In the past, I've done a lot of sort of one-off workshops or short-term programs. And what I'm doing a lot more of now is supporting people along a journey because, yeah, it's not just a quick fix. So sometimes I do coaching with someone for a specific purpose, like maybe they're changing a career or something like that. But actually what a lot of the focus is, is building those long-term relationships to support people on that journey. So TLC is my online community linked to the all the self-care stuff that's why it's TLC but it's TLC because it stands for the true leaders community and that is because it's about being true to yourself and you said about that whole true aspect and that's a really important part of that I use it in my coaching as well but I use it in the TLC group and that is helping people it's it's an acronym it stands for trusting reflecting understanding and empowering and those are the sort of principles that underpin a lot of the work that I help people with it's about trusting yourself it's about that term trusting the process it's about trusting other people as well so there's a bit around that Uh, the reflecting is a huge piece um, and that's something that I think we often don't find the time for I used to work in the past on a a project-based role so pretty much we didn't have any business as usual it was all project-based and we always said at the end of each project we'll take time to reflect on what we've learned and use it in the next one and of course it never happened because straight away you're into the next thing so it's about stopping to take that time to reflect and that's a big thing that often comes out of the TLC group calls many people they come away with yeah I'm going to take more time to reflect Mm. and then there's the stuff around understanding so it's again understanding ourselves know yourself all of that stuff Um, and then the final piece is empowering um there's a lot of research out there. People like Brené Brown, for anyone who's familiar with her work, if you're not, look it up. She's great. I love her. She's got a Netflix documentary as well. But she talks a lot about giving yourself permission. So it's not just empowering other people. Part of it might be around that, but it's also about empowering yourself, giving yourself that time and space, giving yourself permission to be a certain way or to do a certain thing. But it's not necessarily all about what we do because we're human beings, not human doings. So those are the sort of principles that underpin that that true framework. And I work with people to help them understand more about themselves. And then the bit, the reason I like to do it on a sort of longer term basis is it's those tiny little adjustments that you make. It's not huge changes. It's not like you're going to be a totally different person. It's just you're just going to take those t- tiny little amendments, but they set that path onto a path that feels more 
aligned with who you really are. And it's just those sort of little incremental changes. And that's why something like the CLC group works so well, because we have regular calls that kind of, you, you listen about something, you're like, oh, I've not been doing that thing that's really good for me. So then you start to do it. And then you come back and go, yeah, I've done this, but then I forgot about it. And it's about how do you develop the healthy habits for you? And how do you help yourself so that when you're faced with new challenges, new decisions, you know, you know what's the right thing to do. You're not overwhelmed or feeling stuck because you know who you are, what you deserve, what's right for you. So yeah, it is an ongoing process, but it's, uh, from my perspective, very rewarding to help people with that. Yeah, no, it's huge. And I love, yeah, I, I love everything that you've said there. First of all, Brené Brown, I will pop the link in the show notes. So if you don't know who yeah. she is, you need to. So go and have a listen. Yeah, and watch. But also there's a kind of a bit of a theme as well going on here, but it's that, those 1% little tweaks those marginal gains those incremental changes yes. it's that isn't it it's baby steps and it's those little things yeah. that I yeah. talk about constantly but yeah and just and it's okay to then when you, if if you come off the bandwagon or you to get back on yes. it again and just actually it's okay just yeah. that's, that's it doesn't matter oh. perfect and it, we're not going to be perfect but yeah. what are those strategies or I talk about non-negotiables for me it's it's that awareness isn't it so I know now I need to go for a run or I need to make sure I'm drinking lots of water or I need my yeah, space yeah yeah breathe or get out and yeah. be my own for a bit those are the things I know for me are the kind of the, the recipe yeah. for me to take me and if I don't I know if yeah. normally something goes wrong or I'm not feeling I'm feeling out of sorts it's because one of those things or more of them haven't been there for various that absolutely might be work to do what whatever it might be sometimes and coming back to them and refining them again isn't it which is yeah really important yeah yeah it totally is and it applies to all areas of life so one of mine and it's interesting because I pointed out last night it sounds like such a silly thing but I'm going to share it because in the honor of being open and transparent because if you've got a silly thing it's fine mine one of mine anyway is my nails okay so I have always had a bit of a thing for nail polish I love funky nail colors and when I look at my hands when I'm typing if my nails are painted and they look neat and tidy it's a way like a symbol for me that I'm looking after myself and I don't think my nails have been painted in possibly since Christmas I did some Christmas nails and then I don't think I've done it and it's not a huge thing, but it's just, I noticed it last night and I was like, do you know what? I've not been making time for looking after myself actually in that way. I've been doing other things. I've been going to the gym. I love going to the gym. I love exercising. So there's other things, but there's, it's like you say, there's those certain non-negotiables that you can use as little kind of triggers for going, do you know what? I've not had any time to myself in ages or I've not been doing this. And that might be why I'm feeling a bit. So yeah, it's just noticing those little tiny things and then making that time to do that. But it's the same, that's like personal life, but also the same in your business. I notice if I'm not planning, business stuff doesn't happen properly because I'm just reacting. I'm just responding. I'm working. I'm still doing stuff, but I'm not proactively planning for the things that feel right for the business. So it's the same with that. Those small little amendments, if I plan my week out, I know I will have a much better week in all ways. And it's, I'll actually possibly work fewer hours but they'll be more focused on the right things. So I know for me, now for other people that might not work, but for me, there's certain little things that I know really work well for me. And when I don't do them, things don't feel quite as right. So it's about learning what those things are for you and working out how to keep those, like I say, like healthy habits. Yeah, it's exactly that. And you just made the connection with business. But I think that's why we're talking about this on this podcast is because, yeah. you know, 
for me, that's the inside out approach. It's it, if you're not in a good place, then you can't show up in the right way and you can't you can't do what you need to do in the right way and, and make that magic and have that impact and, and do all the things. So it does no. start with you. And I th- I'm always going on about it, but I think that's even more important who we are and, and our mindset and how we approach things and how we look after ourselves and really tapping into ourselves yeah. is almost more important than a skill you can learn about AI or doing a new, some, yeah. whatever yeah. technology or whatever that might be. It really, it can't, yeah. I can't emphasize it enough in terms of, and again, we don't get taught that. That's something we've got to learn. And, and when you start a business yeah. and you go, and even if you don't own your own business or run your own business, but you're a manager or you're in your job, if you're not in a good place, you're not going to show up in this in the right way again, are you? So no. it is completely no. all interconnected and, and it's that ripple effect. Yeah. With that in mind, then, yeah. Joe, because I'm conscious we could speak for hours. So I think we feel like we need to have you back. I know. This conversation. Um, I know you're going to come and do a masterclass, aren't you, in the Future Proof Club in March? Yeah. Really excited about. Yep. Um, yep. Listeners, then who are listening to us, having a, a yeah a deep dive into this, what would the takeaway be? What would you recommend if there was one thing that people could take away from this conversation? And maybe if you if they're on that journey where they're still in that zone of oh I can't do this and da, 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 how can you mm. help them? What's the thing they could do? What's the first thing? Yeah, thanks. And and actually, it's underpinned a lot of what we're talking about. But the thing that I always, it always comes out of one-to-one coaching. It always comes out of the TLC calls. It is just giving yourself time and space. It's a different amount and a different type of time and space for different people. So notice what it is for you. Is it small amounts of time on a regular? Is it that every now and again, you need a half day or a day to yourself? And also, it doesn't necessarily need to be by yourself, but it needs to be in a, a space where you can feel totally comfortable, totally safe to be exactly how you are. And taking that little bit of time for ideally some form of reflecting. So you can go, what's going really well at the moment? What am I celebrating? We always start our TLC calls with what are we celebrating at the moment? Mm-hmm. Take some time to do that. At the end of the day, when you're brushing your teeth, some people do a sort of gratitude practice. Mm-hmm. And, and I love to encourage that. What are we celebrating? Though? What are we really proud of? Did you stick to a gym routine? Did you do something? Did you have a really honest conversation with your mum today? Did mm-hmm. you have it? What, whatever that thing is, whatever that, that thing to be proud of. And also during that time for yourself to possibly start to think about the future. You want to be present in that moment. So if you want to do like a, a mindful walk, one of the things we talk about is choosing a letter of the alphabet. And as you go on your walk, finding things that start with that letter or choosing a shape or a color. So you can be really present in that time. But also when thoughts do start to come into your mind, focus on who who are you, what feels right for you and start to make those sort of little tiny amendments to the plans that feel right. Mine at the moment is going to be, I'm going to paint my nails soon, right? So then start to think about how you're going to do those little things. But yeah, the biggest takeaway is just finding that time and space for you to be yourself and to learn more about yourself. And then it will help, it will top up your energy level to then enable you to be more yourself. Thank you. I love that. So yeah, because we know, and each episode, especially when we have guest speakers on I ask, give people a challenge so I suppose really that's this week's yeah. challenge it, to make some time to commit yeah. to time for themselves yeah yeah and again it, it could be in a different way but you might it might not be this week it might be a little bit of time each day or like I say for some people so one of the things we do in TLC is at the on the last which actually is this week but it's 
on the last working day of every month, we take a little bit of time to reflect on our month. But you can do the same with your day. You can do the same with your week. But just giving yourself a little bit of time and space and actually committing to it. Don't just put it in your calendar and then go, oh, but this is more important. Actually commit to some a small amount of time and space that's just for you in the next week or so. No, that's brilliant. Thank you. And so, yeah, if you're listening, let us know how you get on with that and if you do it and what comes yeah. up for you or, yeah, how you... Um, how yeah. you get on and ask yourself what you're celebrating I think that's a great way sometimes we don't yeah. we don't do it yeah. especially yeah, it does as well. yeah. yeah. oh we're on to the next thing and the next thing and we don't take time to stop yeah. we realize how yeah. far how far we've come my challenge to you Joe yeah. is that I'd love you to do your nails this morning before, uh, just this afternoon <laughs> after, our, after our thing and send me a picture of them and I'll pop them in the I'll use it when we share the episode next week. That you know, another thing, isn't it? It's that accountability. And that's why it works so well in the TLC group environment, because people feel more accountable once they've said, what I'm going to do before we next speak is X. And yeah, 100% there's that aspect of it as well. Yeah, definitely. So on that note, if people want to find out more about you and what you do and how to get in touch, what yeah. should they do or where should they go? So you go to my website, joewally.co.uk, but the easiest way to contact me is just joe at joewally.co.uk. And yeah, drop me an email. I'd, I'd love to hear, actually, if you do, well, when you make that time and space for yourself, how it goes. Uh, and the other thing that I just wanted to say as a sort of offer for anyone listening, I've mentioned a couple of times the TLC calls. It's part of the community. We have three calls every month. They're like uh, group coaching. But yeah, we, we do a little grounding practice at the beginning. We celebrate successes and we talk about a certain topic and then we always leave with a commitment of what are we going to do differently, which is just those kind of minor amendments. I often offer gifts. And so I'd like to say, if you'd like to join one of those calls as a guest, it would be wonderful to see you. So if you want to do one of those as well, please get in touch with me and I'll let you know when they are and we can hopefully come and join. It's, it's a lovely community. They love welcoming guests when we do this. So do feel free. If that's your time and space, then come and join us for that as well. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you so much. Because that almost gives people no excuse now if they've got to dedicate that time. <laughs> yeah. Have that time. Well, and, and to be honest, and that's one of the big things that, that I'd say possibly 100%, but most of the people who are part of the community, when I talk to them about, okay, what are you getting from this? What, what's it helping with? They all say, I just really love that it's time and space mm-hmm. to give to me um, by investing in this community as, and turning up. I'm showing up for myself and I'm showing that this is important. And there will always be little things that you learn. You're part of a community to help others, but predominantly it's about giving you the time and space that you deserve. No, that's brilliant. Thank you. And I, I completely agree with you. And, and I, I'm really looking forward to your masterclass for your workshop that you're going to be doing in the future yeah, me too. as well um, in March. So we can yeah. delve deeper, I think, into, into this topic. Yeah. And yeah, yeah absolutely. So, thanks so much for coming and talking to me. I feel Thank like. You hours so we definitely need to reschedule and have another chat at some point but thank you those who are listening please go and check out joe go and connect um and let us know how you get on with the challenge of making some time for yourself and what comes up um yeah if you've enjoyed this podcast share it with yeah share it with those people who need that little boost and a little nudge to put themselves out there a bit more and feel a bit more ready to be themselves and get rid of not get rid of the imposter syndrome because I think it's always going to be there and we've got to make friends with it but it will be there so yeah thank you for listening and thanks again Joe. and I will see you next week for another episode of the Future Proof Business Podcast okay thank you thanks for listening to the Future Proof Your Business Podcast I've been your host Lucy Rennie 
I want to help as many business owners build a business that works and feels good for them. And the best way for me to do that is to get this podcast out to as many people as possible. You can help me do this by sharing it, clicking subscribe, and especially by leaving a review. And if you want to get more of my insights and resources, then head over to my website, IamLucyRenny.com, and come and join me and lots of other small business owners like you in my free Facebook group, Communicate With Purpose. All the links are in the show notes. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week for another episode of the Future Proofy Business Podcast.